Welcome to the With Beth podcast. I'm Beth Levis, creator of edible collagen brand by Beth. Like so many of us, I've always been intrigued by stories of empowerment. Whether that story is about career, business, a health challenge, or a more personal journey. I deeply admire those who can overcome obstacles and come out on top. So please join me as I speak to some incredible Australians who have inspiring experiences to share. Thanks for tuning into the With Beth podcast. I'm your host, Beth Levis. Today, I'm chatting with Shannon Tang, influencer and founder of Feed Me Glow. On her social media platforms, Shannon combines fitness, mindset, food, fashion, and lifestyle. She is known for engaging her followers through her training routines, healthy recipes, style inspiration, and holistic mindset coaching. Hi, Shannon. Thanks for joining us today from Bali. Hi, Beth. So nice to meet you. And thank you so much for having me on. My pleasure. I'm really looking forward to this. But first of all, congratulations on your move to Bali. It must be very exciting. What, what drew you to, to move to Bali? Thank you. Honestly, it's just like the island life, the weather. It's like the openness. Everyone's literally so friendly here. And I just love how it's kind of like a little community as well. I think like it takes a certain person to move to Bali. So I feel like it really draws those people that are really open and creative and just like, yeah, wanting to try new things. And I think it's just really great for creating new friendships and also work. Well, in talking about work, I've really been enjoying your social page and podcast Guide Me Glow. In particular, your takings on manifestation, visualization, and an overall abundant mindset. I love hearing all about that. Your approach to holistic mindset coaching is definitely unique. Can you explain to our listeners what holistic mindset coaching is? So basically, it takes on approach from a 360 view. So for example, if someone comes to me with a problem with, say, weight or eating, you know, disorder thoughts or patterns or ways of being, then I would kind of look at that and be like, okay, what else is going on in your life? Because we are taught that, you know, if if food is the main issue in your life, we focus on the food. We're like, okay, well, what can we start with, you know, starting what we can, what can we change with eating and, you know, that kind of thing. And how can we start working out more? But actually with holistic health, we look more inwards and we look deeper and we say that food is really the secondary thing. The primary thing is everything else that's happening in your life. So it's, you know, what's happening in your career, your relationships, your home life, your like finances, all of that affects, you know, what actually breeds things like eating disorders and um, other kind of health issues like that. So we really take on a three 360 approach to really work around changing your mindset around those issues, which in turn will just kind of, yeah, heal you that way. I love that. I mean, as you know, one of the things I do is collagen and our focus of of our business is all about inside um, and beginning from the inside to work on whatever's happening on the outside. But even then, I always talk to um, the, the press and I talk to our customers about this not being the only thing you need to do to achieve whatever results you're wanting to achieve, you know. If it is beauty or better skin, you know, you also need to work on your stress levels and your overall lifestyle choices. This is just one piece of the puzzle. So I guess that's essentially what you're saying holistic mindset coaching is in terms of looking at things from a 360 approach. It's looking, uh, not trying to just utilize Band-Aid uh, solutions to solve problems, but um, looking at, at everything at every angle. Um, I, I really love that. That's the way I try and live my life. So, um, yeah, I can imagine you're finding that um, very enjoyable in Bali with the, with the lifestyle choice there too. 
Yeah, no, definitely. It's so nice to be connected with like-minded people who also think in similar ways. But yeah, I think evidently it kind of all stems down to your mindset and the way that you look at things. And with coaching, I guess my job is to help you, yeah, coach you through that, right? Because someone could be like, okay, well, where do I start? And you can know what to do, but it's about how do I actually implement that in my life? You know, like everyone's lifestyle is so different. So how is that going to be actually achievable? Because it's like one person can wake up at like 5am every day and do their workout and drink their green juice and all that. But if that's not something that you can do, that's also so okay. And that doesn't mean that you're not healthy or you're not thriving. You can just do it in a different way. So it's just, yeah, learning how to kind of mesh it into your own lifestyle and what you like. Individualizing, which is which I think is great. And something that comes up a lot in your podcast and also in many other mindset coaching podcasts is the abundant mindset. Can you explain to me further, what is that and why should we train ourselves to have this and where do we start? Why is it so important? I think it's so important to have an abundance mindset. When you think in abundance, which basically means there's always something there for everyone, if that makes sense. When you think like that, it means that you're never in lack. And when you think not in lack, it means that there's you're always going to be attracting opportunities. You're always going to be attracting abundance. And like, I think that's kind of links with manifestation as well. And I think there's a lot of, obviously a lot of techniques of people saying how to manifest and all those things. And, you know, you can create like the vision boards and write down what you want. But I think evidently it's like the energy that you actually think in. And when you think in abundance, it's like there's never lack. So there's always, you're not, you're not worried about if something's going to come to you. You're not worried if you're like not going to have enough because there always will be enough. So in that turn, when you feel safe in that way, you're able to just make decisions that feel more soul aligned. And then in turn, it will just keep repeating in a cycle. And is this, I guess, just trying to understand it a little bit more, is this all correlating to the law of attraction and like attracts like and remaining in a positive mindset and not allowing yourself to get into a negative mindset? Is that all a part of the abundant mindset? Yeah, I would say so. I think it's definitely part of it. I think, yeah, like definitely attracts the like. It's kind of like what you focus on grows. And this doesn't mean that you always have to be 100% positive and happy and, you know, all those emotions. But it's about, you know, taking control of your mind and being like, okay, well, how long am I actually going to sit in this negative emotion? Like allow yourself to feel it. But then, you know, after like a few days or whatever, once you really, really feel the emotion, then be like, okay, well, what can I do to actually move past this? And how can I actually see this as a positive thing? Because I truly believe that some of the toughest times in our lives that's what teaches us and that's what elevates us to be the next best version of ourselves. Because if we're always just like happy and, you know, cruising through life, then we would never grow because we never feel the need to. So sometimes we need that little like push, although it doesn't feel good in the moment. We actually need to experience it to then, you know, grow from it and become like the next best version of ourselves. I love that. I really want to just talk about that more because that's something I say to people a lot and particularly when I see people who are uh, depressed about a situation or have um, PTSD about a situation. You know, I've been through life experiences, ones that I have found incredibly hard and have really brought me down. But something I say a lot is it has to be a glass half full mentality. I have to learn from this experience and I have to grow from this experience and turn this negative experience into a positive experience. And once you're able to do that, you're able to grow as a person, change as a person and like you said, become the better person. So how do you help your customers find this mindset when they are in a perpetual cycle of negativity? I guess it's kind of like breaking it down step by step. 
you know, you have to meet someone where they're at. So if someone's in like a negative space, you can't be like, just be happy because, you know, obviously that's, that's work. what they, yeah, like obviously that's what they're trying to do. But, you know, it's when someone's in like a really ne- negative space, it's like, well, I can't, you know. So it's kind of like neutraling it out and being like, okay, well, what is like the actual facts right now? What can you actually just like level and be like, okay, this is the current situation. This is the current reality. And then be like, just accept that. Like you don't have to feel good about it. You don't have to feel bad about it. You can just accept where you are right now and then be like okay what's the next step after that what's like one thing that you can do tomorrow or today that will make you feel a little bit better and this doesn't have to be something really dramatic it can literally just be like go outside for like a five minute walk in hopefully if it's sunny (laughs) like in the sun eating that one more like healthier meal or can be like literally just taking the day off work if you can to have like a self-care mental health day letting yourself have that break and not feeling guilty about it. It's like taking one step at a time. And then eventually, once you do that, you know, you implement that one thing every day, and then it feels easy. And then you can move on and then do the next thing. And then eventually, you will start to feel better without you even realizing it because you're not trying to force it. It's just taking it step by step and then just making it feel like it just flows and it feels like it's just natural. And something really important that you just said is the word guilt, not feeling guilty about taking those extra measures or extra time to really focus on yourself and find those things that are making you happy and cancelling that noise out and cancelling any of those activities or, or, or situations that are possibly enhancing or building or creating the, the, the negative mindset. So I just wanted to say that's, that's something I really noticed as well in my own journey is teaching myself to not feel guilty when I need to take a, a break or build on my own mindset or do what I need to do, whether it be a walk with the dogs or walk with the children or an infrared sauna or whatever it is I need to do in order to improve my own mindset. The words not to feel guilty is, is really powerful and something we all need to remember. Another tool that you use in the Feed Me Glow page, and which I think is helping people to remember on how to stay positive, but talk me through it, is your affirmations of the week. Why do you find living by daily or weekly affirmations so important? Yeah, I love affirmations of the week or affirmations of the day, just because it helps you get back to the, your intention, especially in the morning when you say like an affirmation of the day, it helps you just realize like, okay, well, this is my intention of the day, or this is how I want to set up my day. And like when you set yourself up for success, ultimately, you're able to just carry that on throughout the day. So yeah, in the morning, if you say like an affirmation, like, I am worthy, for example, like a simple one. But, you know, you can carry that on and you can remind yourself throughout the day. Like on my phone, I have little reminders of like little affirmations that just come up throughout the day, like very randomly. And I'm just like, oh, like it's like a circuit breaker. It just reminds you, it takes you out of the moment of just like rushing around in the day and being like, oh, yeah, like I am worthy of getting whatever I desire, that kind of thing. And I just think it puts you back into like your soul's purpose and it just makes you just like reminds you of exactly okay who do I want to be today how do I want to act today is this aligning with my soul and yeah how do I want to carry on throughout the day let's say the day is really going pear-shaped and everything's going against you how do you switch and make yourself conscious of this negative mindset that you're spiraling down how do you switch to the positive mindset as quickly as possible Honestly, I would say with that is to do a little bit of breath work or meditation. And this can be for like 
a few minutes, five minutes, literally not not much time at all. But when you take yourself out of the chaos that's going on in the day, maybe take yourself to a quiet room and just like put your headphones in and just meditate or just breathe. Like you don't even need to put on a meditation or anything like that. Just take like deep breaths, like take deep breath in for four seconds and then exhale for like eight seconds and do that a few times and you'll automatically feel yourself a lot more calmer. Because it's just like physiological as well. It's just like how the human body works. So I think that is probably the best way to actually feel a lot calmer. And then from that, you can maybe like, yeah, do a little, like a quick journal session. Like doesn't need to be long again. I think when people think of these things like journaling, meditating, they think, oh, I have to carve out so much time to do this. But it's like, no, you actually don't. You can do it for a few minutes and still feel like a bit better, you know? And I think we can also find our own little unique ways of bringing ourselves into the more present and something that someone taught me recently and I've started doing uh, gratitude rocks and, it, and it's just a rock at the end of the day but it sits in my car and I when I'm finding myself stressed out whether it be from the traffic or my kids in the back or I'm running late or whatever all I have to do is touch it and just really brings me to be more present and make myself more grateful for whatever is happening in my day so tell me what are your favorite affirmations then One of my favorite affirmations is something that I mentioned earlier, but it's I am enough and I'm worthy. Whatever I feel like in that day could be like, you know, I'm worthy of achieving my goals today or I am enough in, you know, whatever I feel like in that day. Because I think a lot of the times when we think of our self-limiting beliefs or if we have certain fears, it stems back to us not feeling enough. And I think that's probably like the most common self-limiting belief. So it's important just to, to remember and just like to tune back into ourselves and be like, no, actually, like I'm worthy because I just am. Like You don't actually even need a reason why. Like You're just worthy as you are anyways. You don't even need to do anything to be worthy. So I think it's just important to remind yourself that, yeah, affirmation. Bybeth is an Australian edible beauty brand that celebrates local ingredients and sustainable practices. All of our formulations use 100% Australian bovine collagen, which is clinically proven to hydrate the skin from within, strengthen hair and nails, and support overall gut health. Grass-fed and pasture-raised, our collagen is of the highest quality available. We also use native Australian botanical extracts selected for their antioxidant properties. By turning our attention to the abundance of Australia, we support the local economy and have full transparency over our supply chain. Taking our collagen couldn't be easier. Simply add to your favourite drink, stir to dissolve and sip. At Bybeth, our biggest beauty inspiration is nature, so our packaging materials have been selected for their environmental credentials and minimal footprint. All of our products are plastic-free and our signature vessel is refillable. We invite you to welcome in a new ritual and watch your beauty abound. One of the ones that I really love is the Warren Buffett quote or reference that you mentioned, you know, you will continue to suffer if you have an emotional reaction to everything said to you. True power is observing everything with logic and constraint. What's your interpretation on this? I mean, I personally love this one, but what's your interpretation? I think it's good because a lot of time we have an emotional reaction to things of everything around us. So we go about our day and if someone says something to us, we're like, oh, we'll take that quite personally. And it just kind of maybe it might ruin our day a bit or might feel us leave us feeling a bit more like self-conscious or whatever. But if we actually 
almost imagine like a bubble around us that is like protecting our energy and kind of not let anything like that so affect us then we're able to just go around our day and just be more ourselves and tap into our most authentic self and kind of looking at things from a neutral perspective so just being like okay well that's not necessarily a good or bad thing it just is neutral it just is but like how am I gonna let that affect me instead of letting like other things run your day like you can actually run your day through monitoring okay, how am I actually going to see this? And how am I going to like see it as a neutral thing? Like almost look at it from like a bird's eye view of, you know, seeing the situation be like, is this really going to affect me in like a week or even yet yeah, tomorrow? And if it doesn't, then like, don't let it, don't let it affect how I feel in this moment. I love the analogy of having a bubble around you. And that's, I think we all need to remember that the importance of having a bubble around you and not letting life affect you or what someone's saying affect you or, you know, the kids screaming in the back at not, yeah. not affect you. So I think, um, I think that's a great analogy. I'm going to remember that one. So you speak a lot on your podcast about glow girl energy. What is this and why do you need to incorporate this into our lives? So glow girl energy, what I mean by that is it's not like a certain you know, person that you need to be. It's more about embodying your truest, glorious self. So what makes you feel like your glorious self? And that can be obviously very individual for each person, but it's about doing the things, the daily habits and doing the daily, you know, um, self-development tools that will help you feel that way. So for me, for example, it might be like waking up early and like doing my meditation and journaling routine, going on a walk and listening to a podcast. It's like eating healthy meals that fuel my body and make me feel good. All those type of things. And it's also about embodying your most authentic self as well and not feeling like you need to be like someone else or always look for things outside of you. And it's like going within and like watching yourself glow. I kind of imagine it's almost like a little like aura energy. So if, like if you look at someone and like you can just see they're like glowing with their own energy because they're so confident within themselves. Yeah, I love that. And is that what you mean by having main character energy? This is something you talk about in terms of putting the focus back on yourself and taking everyone and everything off a pedestal and not talking down about yourself and thinking positively. Is, is that what you mean there? Yeah, with main character energy, I just think be the main character. So like obviously if be you think about me. Yeah, like if you think about the main character in the movie, they're not worried about, you know, thinking about all the what other people are saying about them or whatever. They're just focused on themselves. And I truly believe like when you put the focus back on yourself, you'll start attracting the things that are meant for you anyways. So for example, I can use, you know, me moving to Bali. Like I don't really know that many people here, but instead of like focusing all my energy on like, you know, trying to like make like loads of friends in the ways of like trying to attend to their needs. If I just focus on me and do all the things that I love doing, I'll automatically meet the people that I'm meant to meet anyways through just doing the things that I love instead of not being my authentic self and feeling like I need to be in certain places and different times when I don't truly want to be that. It's like when you just live your life and put the focus on you, you'll be the magnet and you'll attract people that are meant for you. And this, I guess, brings me into manifestation and visualization. You know, how do we use these tools to be tools of empowerment for us to live that glow girl energy? Especially in the morning for meditation as well. I just feel like it sets me up for a day where I just feel calm in myself. Like I do it before I even look at my phone because I just feel like the morning is just for you. You need to have like at least 
30 minutes to yourself, you know, before you're like jumping on your phone and replying to messages and emails or whatever. But when you have that time to yourself to do a little meditation practices, it really grounds you. And then with visualization, you're able to visualize your day. Like, how do you want your day to go? Who do you want to show up as? How do you, who do you want to come across as as well? Like tap into your most authentic self and be like, okay, how do I actually see myself being today? And like, the presence that I bring, what what value do I want to bring to others? And when you visualize this process in your mind, it's more likely to happen in real life. And it's like athletes do this all the time, like before they, you know, go do a game and they want to obviously shoot the goal, they always visualize, okay, how am I going to shoot this goal? Like how am I going to do it? And then when they, you know, open their eyes and actually do it, it happens. So it's like a very powerful tool. Yes. And so is this something you do every day? Do you have a, a morning routine that you have where you incorporate this? Yes. I mean, like I try to do it every day and most of the time I do, but I definitely have a meditation morning practice where I wake up. I try and see sunlight because it's just good to wake your body up like that and then do meditation. I normally do a journaling session first and then meditation just because I like to just get the thoughts out of my mind straight away. And then I'll do a meditation session and then, yeah, go about my day. Okay, so talk to me more about the journaling. What what do you what's its purpose? What do you write in the book and how do you achieve or what are we trying to achieve with journaling? With journaling, it's honestly changed my life. It's kind of like your own therapist, to be honest. And you can write whatever you want in your journal. Like I don't think there's any set rules. If you've like never journaled before, then I always start with things that I'm grateful for. So yeah, maybe three things that I'm grateful for. It's good to kind of write down your intentions for the day, just so you're clear about that. Because I've been journaling for so long, I personally just journal whatever I'm thinking that day and like intentions that I want to set or gratitude. I start with gratitude and then it kind of just stems from there. But I think if you're someone that hasn't journaled before, definitely, th- yeah, three things you're grateful for, intentions and it- Kind of doing your med- your visualization process, but writing it down might help as well. Because sometimes when we see things, it actually helps us visualize them better. So I'll write down, yeah, who who's the type, type of person that I want to be? And literally write it down in detail as well. So then it's like, you're definitely clear on what you're wanting to visualize and manifest. Then at the end, sometimes I like to just vis- uh, write down who I want to send love to as well and like how do I want to provide value to the world and then with that it's kind of again setting yourself up for like a really good day. Okay I love that I haven't done that but I think I need to incorporate that into my daily routine. Something also you post a lot on is food freedom and intuitive eating. How has this worked for you? So many of us have an unhealthy relationship for food. Is this something you ever had? Uh, Is this the source of, of your focus on this or what's your story with food? Yeah, I think food used to be a bigger focus in my life. That's kind of how how Feed Me Glow started. I started with posting recipes and then went more into food and fitness. And now it's holistic living, lifestyle mindset. But yeah, I've definitely been through food struggles myself. It was I think we all have. Yeah, honestly, I was having this conversation with my friend the other day. I was like, I don't think I've met one woman that hasn't gone through like food issues. And of course, men too. But yeah, it's quite common in women. But I was vegan for like four years. And that's kind of where my health journey started. I was like really into healthy cooking, but it was almost obsessive. You know, I was like very obsessed with clean eating. I wouldn't eat anything that was processed. Um, You know, eating out really made me feel anxious. And then after that phase, I was like tracking and doing the whole like macros gym thing. And that obviously that is quite 
obsessive too, because when you're tracking food, it's like you have to be so precise. And I'm a bit of a perfectionist in that sense. And then I had to like make sure every gram was like on, you know, and it was just a very time consuming and also mentally as well. And it left me feeling exhausted. And that was honestly all I thought about was like my training, my food. And it just wasn't living really. And, you know, yes, you get results, but at the same time, it's not really sustainable because, you know, we don't want to live our lives worried about like exactly how much we're eating or what we should be eating or even worried about what we look like and our weight, like a life is to be enjoyed. And now I view it in a way where food is truly fuel. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to eat that's going to make me feel good? How you look is kind of like a byproduct of that anyways. But when you think about food as actual energy, when you eat, you have to think about the intentions and the way that you're feeling about when you're eating the food too. And I think a lot of people forget this because they're like, yeah, well, I'm eating so healthy. I'm eating this amount, but I'm still not able to lose weight. But it's like, if you're really stressed when you're eating this healthy food, your body's still going to hold on to the fat because you're like so stressed, you know, it feels like it's in fly or flight mode. So it doesn't feel safe to just let go. This brings us back to really, you know, mindful eating. And that's what you're talking about with food freedom as well as just being conscious of what the food is and what we're putting into our body as opposed to the result we're trying to get. And I love that. Okay. My last question is five years from now, where do you visualize Shannon Tang and Feed Me Glow? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think for me, what I've realized even more recently is how important community is to me. And I think in five years, I'd really like to build a community, like a really strong community that can all come together. And without, I do have plans without saying too much. (laughs) I think just, yeah, building like a community, a hub of people where it's like a community of people that are obviously like-minded into health and wellness, creative people where they're able to come together and work on their passion and just a, a space that feels very safe and they're able to just be themselves and connect and yeah, feel like their best selves really and like build themselves and each other up. The community thing is so important to me because it's like when we come together, that's when we really thrive. I think a lot of the time we're like always doing things on our own and we don't realize the power of being all together and actually thriving together. So it'd be like, yeah, something that would create, you know, that would allow people to come together where they might not necessarily meet each other in like daily life and just like, yeah, grow from that support each other community supporting each other i love that well i'm going to look out for that i'm i'm looking forward to seeing that like i said i really enjoy your page and and all the lessons and daily affirmations thank you so much for coming on today and i look forward to hearing from you soon thank you so much for having me thanks for listening to the with beth podcast for show notes and more information about today's podcast and by beth head to www.bybeth.com